pay. So the first day has passed. And it really feels like Bangkok. Just more busy, more people around, more traffic. It's convenient people speak English. But seriously, there's all forms of traffic around cars, trucks, motorcycles, bikes, rickshaws, even a horse in the street where I live in, cows, dogs, people, um, monkeys, whatever you, you name it, it's there. So, really busy. Um, well, after I arrived at my hostel and just passed out basically on my bed, the, the train is taking its toll. Later, I speak with my with my hostel um, uh, host, the owner, I guess. His call is Ab his name is Abdul, and he tells me all kinds of stories about his clients and how how satisfied they are. It's a really good storyteller and it's quite sympathetic. I like him. So um, later, though, I would see the stories in another light. Um, so I decided to roam around in the in this neighborhood and uh, the smog is really strong it feels very dusty but also I'm getting used to the, the occasional street dwellers as, as mentioned before the, the monkeys and the cows not so much monkeys actually more cows and cars and all the stuff so I start getting used to that and roaming around I, I I meet up with um, with Jack Sparrow, an Indian guy who talks on the street who talks on the street to me, and speaking pretty good English, I decide to to follow him to to a place he wants to introduce me to, tourist information. And the the guys at the hostel they had warned me that all tourist informations are basically fake, but Jack Sparrow said that there's this one which is a trusted government office. So I felt like, okay, this looks like a trustworthy guy. I'm gonna follow him. So he brings me to the office and, and right away takes a, takes off, uh, leaving me in the hands of in the hands of uh, Jackie. Jackie, despite his name, also seems quite trustworthy. And he he basically he starts off by telling me a few things about my hostel. Basically, that they're all scammers, and they're known for overpricing, even raping women and poisoning drinks. So I get a bit scared, and ask him what to do, and finally end up um, getting me uh, booking a, the ticket from him to for a ride to my next destination, Rishikesh, the next morning. So I would just stay another night in the hostel and take off to be safe. Ticket, of course, is a bit. Of, Expensive would be like a private cab to Rishikesh all the way five hours for 120 euros plus two nights at the hostel there or hotel even with a private room he says um, So kind of like by being scared He gets me to to book that book the ticket and I leave 1,500 rupees uh, Sixth of the uh, total amount with him to to reserve the ticket and to get more money from the hostel. So, even going back, I'm even a bit worried that the the owners, the guys there, might have stolen my money and my cartridge I had left. 
however, reaching there, I, I, I find everything is fine. The money and cars are there, passport is also there. So I asked the reception whether whether he knew, would know any any buses to go into Rishikesh. So what would be the best way? He said there's buses for 1,500 and they could organize it. So I give it an answer. This is a lot kind of like fishy stuff. I I gotta ask my friends who are known to who know how to travel in India. Ask Vaibhav and Angelo. And I meanwhile I cancel the reservation. I go back to Jackie. He's disappointed, but still gives me back my money. And once again, again for uh, against the the Kashmir people, the the owners of my hostel. So finally, I I wave off my friend from from Pune in India. He recommends me a website to book the the bus, and I do so. And so that sounds good. They will will tell you the result the next day. But so far, it's been interesting. These guys really know how to tell tell good stories, and also to to get me scared. So I have to be aware of that. We'll see how everything turns out. And special thanks to Weimar for the for the advice for the bus, for the website, and for you listeners to tuning in. See you next time.